This is Hard Knocks Jimbo Lucas, and you're listening to Wrestling with Altitude. Welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me, we've got uh, Mr. Uh, Jeff Gold. Uh, many of you out there may know him. He uh, does a lot of things here in the uh, wrestling industry. He's, uh, uh, you know, fairly new. Uh, if people don't know, the uh, co-owner, uh, new co-owner of uh, New Era Pro Wrestling also plays uh, Dr. Silver there as well. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here tonight, Mr. Forthrow. Thanks right. for having me. All right. So first question out of the shoot that I've got for you, uh, how, how did you uh, first get introduced into this uh, wacky world of professional wrestling? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been a, a longtime, lifelong fan of pro wrestling from the time that I was a little kid. And when my brothers and I would watch it, I think my, my first show that I ever watched was the 1993 Royal Rumble, which is to my in my opinion, still one of the best shows to date. Mm, yeah. But then locally here in Colorado, I started going to triple uh, L shows a number of years ago and would bring a bunch of coworkers with me. And then I started going to primo shows and then I thought, boy, I just really love this. And I wonder if I could be involved. So I started actually training at uh, extreme gym with uh, Zach Bowman and Duff Doyle and Joe McDougal. And after I'd been training there for a while, I thought to myself, uh, maybe maybe I don't want to be a wrestler. I work in healthcare and thought, boy, if I ever got a concussion or something, I may not be able to, to work uh, it, it, the same way. It could really impact my job. And so when I told Zach that, you know, who, who at the time was the owner of Neuro Wrestling, I, he told me, he said, there's so many other roles for you and you've got heart and passion for the work. And so from that point, I joined New Era as Dr. Silver. And that's when my, my pro wrestling career in Colorado started as a manager. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated. I'm, I'm curious, though, uh, because uh, like you mentioned, you wanted to kind of be uh, a, a care, careful about, uh, you know, being involved in the, like I said, the wacky world of uh, professional wrestling and <laughs> also do uh, what we call uh, the, the shoot job. Um, how much uh, play is it uh, between uh, yourself and uh, Dr. Silver? To What kind of things do you draw from one side to the other and back and forth? Uh, you know, just going through the weeks, going th- th- through the, the months and, you know, getting pre- prepped for like, say, you know, show dates that which we got coming up this Saturday for New Era and, and the etc. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, professionally, I am a psychopharmacologist. I have my doctorate of uh, clinical pharmacy and specialty training and advanced practice training in psychiatry, psychopharmacology, and I actually provide direct patient care and teach psychopharmacology at the school of medicine, department of psychiatry, and at the school of pharmacy. So I actually am a mental health clinician in, in real life, and I just thought to myself, 
one, I like playing bad guys. I love playing a bad guy. I think it's so creative, all the different ways that you can just be evil and wicked. And uh, so I thought about a villainous psychiatrist. Like, what would a villainous psychiatrist who knows all these things about the human mind do to demean and run down people and take control over them? I thought that would be a really unique character and something that I'd never really seen in pro wrestling before. And I thought I could play that character and I would love being that bad guy. And then the other thing is, is that I really like to tell a good story. And that's always what's captivated me about uh, wrestling, even, even local wrestling. I love a good story and I love it when the bad guy gets defeated in the most epic way too. (laughs) Uh, So I want to take a, a little step back the the title that you that that you said uh, psychopharmacology yeah psychopharmacology oh yeah. yeah that's it that that's, that seems to be a mouthful uh, can you um what what does that exactly entail i mean I, I may have an idea but to like the layman uh, explain that to to us yeah so um it is a it is essentially a farm d a doctor of pharmacy okay. that is a four year a PH doctorate, a four-year doctorate. And so that it's four years of undergrad, and then you do a four-year, uh, essentially, doctorate or PhD. And then once you finish that, uh, you do a uh, two-year residency in uh, general practice medicine and uh, psychiatry and psychopharmacology. And there's a specialty training programs that do that training that you have a first year residency and a second year residency. And after you complete two years of residency um, in psychiatry, psychopharmacology, psychiatric pharmacy, there are lots of different ways, (laughs) things that people call it. Then you go into practice. And then once you're in practice, you take a specialty exam after you've been working for a year and then you become a board certified psychiatric pharmacotherapist and that's essentially that that's what makes you a psychopharmacologist all in all like 11 years of schooling oh wow that's that's god that's uh that's a i I would imagine it's a it's a tough uh long uh journey to get there yeah yeah and i i love it i i really enjoy my job and i i like people i generally like most people that i meet and and very extroverted enjoy talking to people and getting to know them and And, uh, so, and that's part of why I've really, I didn't part of why I've really come to really enjoy Colorado wrestling. Everybody's so kind and friendly and nice. And just thinking about in the time that I met the community, I didn't know that I would make such close friends out of doing this. I didn't know that I would end up buying a company. These, these were not things in my, you know, five year plan. And here I am. And even just watching people come together for um, for Cumberbatch and supporting just the ways that the, the communities come together. I, I just feel that there are a lot of really great people in Colorado wrestling, and I feel really joyful to be a part of the community now. Yeah. So what uh, precipitated uh, the uh, step to uh, decide to uh, co-own uh, a wrestling company? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, when I was backstage, um when I was backstage working as a manager with just, and I, I thought, boy, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. And again, the, the energy and the atmosphere of new era that Zach and Stacy Bowman created was so special mm-hmm. and so encouraging to people. Like, they encouraged like health and wellness and kindness and thoughtful treatment of each other. And they, I thought the people in the locker room were good to each other and they, they encouraged the people to be, 
good to each other. And I thought, boy, I, I like would invest more time and energy and financial resources into doing this. And I really enjoyed contributing. So I, I started to ask, how can I help and what can I do? And I actually worked with them for, I started working with them in 2019. And that's when I got involved. And then when they, they'd been thinking about selling the company, which, you know, they, their kids are getting older and they're just kind of moving on to different things. They'd really own the company for 10 years right. and ready for a different phase in their life. And they came to me and they said, you've got a lot of heart for this. Like you yourself are kind and you've already done a lot and shown us that you're interested in doing this. And would we have a lot of confidence that you would do a good job and we'd like to sell it to you and, and Tom, Tony Morales. Yeah, and I was going to ask you. So, how's it uh, uh, working with uh, with uh, Tony Morales on this? Uh, uh, because of course he's a bit he's a veteran of the industry, so I bet he's got a lot of input and a lot of things that uh, uh, he's been able to help you and kind of uh, you know this journey of, of of owning and things like that. And what what have you found uh, working with him on that uh, business side? Yeah, uh, Tom Tony Morales. He it, Tony Morales. He is so level-headed he he just he is unflappable and <laughs> how he uh, deals with uh, unexpected circumstances or conflicts i just think he's such a level guy he's I, I really appreciate that you know i definitely get more excited and i think that might just be that i'm newer to this i just have a lot more to learn and understanding the business i mean i have a lot of passion a lot of heart and i do understand business in a sense and i've helped and ran various, done a lot of nonprofit work and event planning. And I do a lot of teaching. I've even actually been a residency director at one. I was a residency director for a psychopharmacology residency for 10 years. And so I have a lot of different experiences, but not specifically in the professional wrestling industry. And Tom, he just knows so much about it and he's well-connected and he's phenomenal in the ring, too. So I really always get the sense that the wrestlers really respect him. He's a wrestler's wrestler. And he's really level-headed and calm and just collected about whatever's happening. So it's, I really, I've, had a, I've had a wonderful time working with Tom so far. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it sounds like to me, uh, just uh, from what I'm gathering, and if I'm wrong, you can go ahead and correct me, but it sounds like you guys are complimenting each other very well because he's got the, uh, Tom's got the, the, the business side of the, the, the wrestling and stuff like, and then you've got the, like the traditional business side. And when you guys are putting it together, it just seems like it's um, going to, you know, help uh, take new air to, you know, um, continue on, of course, and then, of course, improving uh, month after month, year after year. Yeah, no, no, that's absolutely right. Like, and we do complement each other. And and some of the things that I've learned in doing this, I'm just like, wow, this is, uh, and we're implementing changes after every show now. And for example, um, our next show going forward for all of our future shows, I've found and hired a professional sound guy who's a, mu a musician. And I just want some of those things to be perfect. And um, and I know we have goals of just expanding the production value and the, the use of technology in some of our shows. I think first and foremost, New Era will always be primarily a live show. And I, that's one of the joys of it. I think yeah. for families and people to come, the last show we had about 200 people in December, which is a great turnout, particularly in the pandemic. 
And, um, you know, I want it to be a really quality live show, but I'd also like to offer more too to online audience as well. So people can, who weren't able to attend the show for whatever reason, that they can still enjoy it in another, you know, forum. So we're looking at expanding the production value, quality of the sound, and over time, more of an online presence too. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so kind of switching, uh, taking a, a, a hard transition from there. Uh, how did uh, Dr. Silver start getting involved in, uh, in, in, in New Era? What, 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 uh, what came about that? Like you said, you uh, draw, drawed upon uh, your you know, real life work out there. Um, but how did, you, how did you tweak? How did you get Dr. Silver involved in this? What was the idea of that? Yeah. Boy, I, Dr. Silver, and I, I know Dr. Silver. I know Dr. Silver personally and well. And Dr. Silver is a psychiatrist and a villainous one at that who I think sees himself as someone who should always be in control. And no one, no one will ever get the better, get the best of Dr. Silver. No one will get the last word with Dr. Silver. And that he's really looking to bolster his sense of self through having control through knowing that he's at the top and that he can manipulate anything that he wants any person to get what he wants and i believe he saw a potential uh, he saw the potential victim in joey kincaid and thought that there was something that he could get get out of manipulating joey kincaid and he largely has the last several months in new era wrestling uh, dr silver has done some particularly wicked things yeah, what was it? Uh, what was it that uh, uh, kind of enamored uh, Doctor Silver with with Kincaid to be the the first person that he wanted to uh, uh, manipulate to to get with to to help? Yeah, yeah, that's a, a good question. I I think Doctor Silver knew. I think Doctor Silver knew that uh, Joey Kincaid was actually partial owner he and miss stacy were actually the owners of new era wrestling and i think he saw it as a way to even perhaps seize control of new era wrestling and i i've i've wondered and i think many of the fans have and when when new era came back in september after a, a long hiatus yeah. zach and stacy um joey kincaid and miss stacy made an announcement that they were in fact um had sold the company and Dr. Silver came out in that moment and actually left with Joey Kincaid and left Miss Stacy in the ring. In fact, as, as he left the ring, she went to grab him and he pushed her. He pushed his own wife in front of their children. And I don't think that, I don't think a man like Joey Kincaid would do that without the, the, you know, malign influence of Dr. Silver. Yeah. Well, you know, and then, so, so from there, uh, you know, kind of recently, uh, I, I felt like you know, from what I from what I gather and what I've kind of experienced and what I've what I've sought information, uh, the 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 relationship was it kind of it was weird with the uh, and and Silver. Uh, it kind of you know had its ups and downs and its roller coaster ride, but uh, kind of recently, uh, within the last uh, few months, uh, things have uh, definitely broken apart. Uh, What's what do you think, uh, Doctor Silver's thoughts on all that? And of course, you know everything that's happened. Uh, of course, with Kincaid now being the champion, right? As well. Yes, I can. You know the doc, uh You know Joey Kincaid 
defeated Bruce Rogers in September for the New Era Championship. Yeah. And in, in that match, when uh, Dr. Silver pulled a syringe from his coat jacket and actually injected Bruce Rogers in the neck. And then he soon thereafter you know, passed out in the middle of the ring and Kincaid pinned him for the championship. Right. And then I believe that a number of people in Mr. Kincaid's life and Joey Kincaid's life from his best friend and former tag team partner making up the night terrors, Junsu, yeah. to his wife, Miss Stacy, to their kids, people wanted the old Joey back. They missed him. And they, they'd seen a change in him and not for the better. He became dark and twisted and more more wicked and you could see the influences of dr silver and how he was treating and uh, treating the fans and how he was behaving in the ring the way he would attack his opponents yeah he was brutal and wicked and over time they people were tried to get through to him junsu his wife his kids tried to get through to him and finally in december they did they got through to him and in that moment when uh, dr silver was enraged with mr kincaid for you know, not not like attacking Junsu with the level of aggression that he expected from him. He slapped him in the face before hitting him in the head with a clipboard. And at that point in time, I think Mr. Kincaid had just had enough. And he and Junsu really, really beat the tar out of Dr. Silver. I don't know if you saw what they did to him. But after taking after Junsu and Miss Stacy took turns chopping him on the chest, Junsu picked him up and Kincaid went to the top rope and they gave him the doomsday device. And... I can't say what Dr. Silver will do next, but exactly what he'll do next. But I'll tell you this much. Nobody would do that to him and, and not expect for Dr. Silver to get revenge in the most extreme way that he possibly could. Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does look like that. Uh, that relationship is definitely uh, uh, broken apart now uh, as of uh, as of recently. And uh, it, it's going to be uh, something to definitely you know, the listeners to get their eyes on to see what is next uh, with with yeah. all of them. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what's next. Uh, this coming Saturday, March 12th, at Mile High Comics at 630, uh, New Era Wrestling presents their next live show, Smashed. And in the main event, we know that the Night Terrors are reuniting after Mr. Kincaid broke free from Dr. Silver and he rejoined his best friend, Junsu and reunited with his wife and kids. They had a really tender kumbaya moment at the end of the ring after really beating the tar out of Dr. Silver and the night tears are reuniting and they're actually taking on uh, Delta Jr. and Rayo Plateado, the Lucha uh-huh. Dogs for the tag team championships. And what's even what's fascinating is that actually several years ago uh, in 2019, right before the pandemic hit and new era was on a hiatus, um, it was because of Dr. Silver that the Night Terrors lost their championship, uh, lost the tag team championships to the Lucha Dogs. So this is actually a two years in the making rematch, but this time without Dr. Silver. Though I might say that I can't imagine that Dr. Silver won't show up in some capacity looking to get revenge and revenge in the most extreme way that probably anybody could imagine. And I would dare say that probably in ways that no one could imagine. Yeah. He's quite wicked. It it is very weird in and this uh how these circular uh things happen in the uh in the the wrestling the wrestling world how it's like, "Oh yeah, did you remember this happened in the past history?" So, here we got a, here we go with a uh 
perfect example of of this uh you know something that's uh, happened in the history now that we're going to be viewing to see how this uh storyline you know this history is uh being called upon uh back upon yeah well said and i, I well said Mr. fourth row i i couldn't help but to agree more i think it makes it even more interesting you know to me that's one of the great payoffs of being a fan yeah. is to, to get something that harkens back to something that you saw you know two years ago it's just that like to know that there's some backstory that's like rich and deep about how this all came came to be yeah so uh so uh speaking of the the show that we've got uh coming up on uh saturday uh what else uh can we uh see here uh for the uh the smashed show uh coming up on on saturday uh one thing i did see is that we've um gonna have uh daddy doom back in action taking on somebody that's gonna be uh uh, making her uh, new era uh, debut. Uh, any hints on uh, what it could be? Any any teasers? Yes, actually, um, uh, this will be the first time that this is announced. Um, and I talked to um, Stephen Powers, who's the general manager of New Era uh, Wrestling, mm-hmm. and that we are actually able to announce and will be announcing uh, Daddy Doom's opponent for Smash t- t- uh, tomorrow but I will give it to you first here. She will be taking on Athena Estrada. Oh, okay. Yes. I know. We're very excited about that to bring her, um, we're to bring Athena Estrada to new era pro wrestling. We're very excited to have her. So I think that, you know, daddy doom has been undefeated thus far. Nobody's been able to get the best of her. And uh, we, we we think that Athena will give her a run for her money. So yeah. I'm really excited to see that one. I know the fans are too. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I've seen Athena uh, many times, and she's got um, that great uh, lucha training. So it'd be interesting to see how that's gonna, uh, uh, how Daddy Doom's gonna handle that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what what else? Uh, any other uh, matches or things that uh, the listeners should be excited for for the show on Saturday? Yeah, uh, we also have announced uh, another match that uh, Eric Angel will be taking on Jacob Thorne. Jacob Thorne, for whatever twisted, deranged reason in his mind, has just been become preoccupied and fixated with Eric Angel. At one point in time, Eric Angel was the leader of the faction Heel House, to which Jacob Thorne belonged. And you know, one might speculate that Eric Angel has really looked to reform himself in the last year or so and and has just turned away from opportunities to cheat he's he's uh, turned over a new leaf so to speak and how he's approaching uh his fellow competitors and jacob thorne i think and has taken issue with that and after assaulting him several times over the last few months eric angel is going to get his hands on jacob thorne yeah that should be interesting <laughs> as as well yeah that's i i remember hill house yeah that's uh you know, when factions uh, go awry, uh, you know, things, craziness can happen. Yeah. I'm also particularly excited, and I know many of the fans are, to see this is, uh, and this has been a match that's been announced, to see Cody Devine team with uh, Logan to take on, and they and they are joined with Mac Battle to take on Duff Doyle and Billy, uh, and take on Billy 5.2. And it's an interesting pairing because Cody Devine has certainly uh, changed the way that he's interacted with the fans of New Era Wrestling since teaming with Mac Battle. They've they've really had some very unpleasant things to say to people, <laughs> and uh, really thinking that they don't want to pander to the fans anymore. They're they're not seeing any benefit in 
doing this for the people. They are, they're serving their own agenda. And I think that they're trying to get Logan to see things that way. You know, Logan always having been really a fan favorite in New Era. So to yeah. see those two teams, you know, Mac and Cody are certainly no strangers from cheating whenever they can, cutting any corner that they can. Uh, that's not Logan. And uh, taking on taking on Duff Doyle, who's one of the most beloved wrestlers in New Era, and one of his past students, Billy, I, I can't imagine that um, I can't imagine that Logan is going to take any of the underhanded moves that Cody will. So I, I'm curious to see how that one will play out. I think there's a lot of conflict within within that team. Um, so it'll be interesting for the fans. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that as well. All right, uh, was there is there anything else that uh, they should be excited for, is there, or should we just leave it there? Yeah, I've got a. We we have a few other matches, and uh, I will leave them. Uh, I will leave some surprises, and I will also say too that we've already begun uh, booking the next show, which is on April 9th, which will be called Eye of the Storm, and we've got some big surprises for that show. We're bringing out some other some other uh, talent that has uh, never been seen in new era wrestling or has not been seen in quite some time. So um, uh, more on that to be revealed later. In the meantime, I think that uh, the um, smash will be one of our, will be a, really a wonderful show. And I'm, I'm really excited to see everybody back after a two month hiatus from again, due to COVID. So right. looking yeah. forward to seeing all the fans back. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So uh, let's um, remind uh, the listeners uh, that uh, they can uh, get uh, tickets for the show. And it, of course, it's at the world's biggest comic book store, Mile High Comics in Denver. That's right. Yep. Mile High Comics in Denver at 630 this Saturday, March 12th. You can get tickets at the door. We also have an Eventbrite page if people want to pre-purchase tickets. It's uh, there's no difference. I suppose actually, if you buy, if you buy them through Eventbrite, there's a sometimes a service charge that's small. But uh, yeah, we sell tickets at the door. We sell tickets through Eventbrite. We have a very very active Facebook page with um, should anybody want to uh, tell us that they're coming ahead of time. But we sell concessions, food and drinks on site. No masks are required. Um, we're not checking vaccinations any longer. That's something that we did for a long time, but we no longer are uh, have to do. And that comes from, again, the state ordinance and as well as talking with the owner of Mile High Comics. So I, I know that some people had you know, reservations about coming to the shows for, because of some of those rules that we um, you know that we had to follow. But that's not something we have to do anymore. And I think that the, as a healthcare provider myself, I think that it's safe and reasonable to not require that anymore. But of course, people are always welcome to wear right. masks that they like. So they, that's always a personal choice. Um, and, you know, certainly we want people to feel safe and comfortable. That's one of the most important things about doing this or at least doing it right. Right. Yeah. And, and especially, you know, and at the time of this recording in Colorado and Denver here, we're going through a little bit of a, uh, a cold snap. So, uh, you know, uh, the week uh, Friday, Saturday start is looking a little bit better. But, you know, still, if you want, you know, you know, we do on it. You know, I, I want to emphasize and agree with you there, too, that, you know, if you feel comfortable and wearing a mask, which is something that in the United States, we really haven't done in cold and flu season, but I know like in other countries, they kind of, you know, that was kind of the social norm. So if that's something that, uh, you know, my opinion, that's something that, uh, we, we take, you know, uh, people on their own choosing, you know, it's more than welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always, uh, I think it's a personal decision and I'm all, always for people doing things to yeah. be healthy and well, you know, and I, 
encourage health and wellness, you know, wherever I go. And I, I, I think that it's, I also think that, you know, the people can always like, they could choose to wear the mask, but it's just nice not to require that or um, to not require that of people anymore. And um, I think it's just, there's a level of discomfort. You know, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of younger fans in new era wrestling, sometimes 25, 30% of our audience are, are kids and they just don't like to do that. They don't like to wear a mask. And now that younger kids can get vaccinated too. I think they're, we've just seen more families come back to and feel safer in general. And, uh, and I know that kids are want to come more when they don't have to wear a mask. There was a lot of, sometimes we had to tell kids in the audience, Hey, pull up your mask, pull up your mask. And, mm-hmm. but it's nice to know we want to do that anymore. So, right. Yeah. So, so true. All right. Well, great. Uh, that's fantastic. I think that might be a, a great place to, to, uh, wrap this up all up in a nice little, uh, bow, but, uh, Jeff, I do want to thank you for coming on. Uh, before I do let you go though, uh, of course, uh, plug any, uh, social medias that newer has and, um, and if you've got any as well, or if you think that, uh, 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 Dr. Silver has uh, them as well. Of course, we do said that, you know, we do have the uh, Facebook group. I think there's also the, the big one for, uh, uh, New Era 2 is the, um, uh, New Era Mafia, uh, group as well for, for Facebook. Uh, any, anything else, uh, the, the Twitter, the Instagram for New Era and or yourself? Yeah, no, we, um, we, of course, we have our website, neweraprowrestling.com. We have New Era Pro Wrestling on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, and we have so many amazing fan factions. The New Era Mafia has been around for a really long time, and they put out some great content ever since, uh, you know, our dear brother George uh, yeah. you know, departed us. You know, God rest his soul. Like, we've missed George. And, um, you know, Max Majus and other folks have taken over. And, and it's nice to have fans that are so into it that they help continue to – that they themselves do a lot of promoting. So yeah. we really appreciate our fans and all that they do. And, uh, of course, just come out to Mile High Comics this Saturday, March 12th at 6.30 for Smash. We have a wonderful show. Um, we have a wonderful show prepared for you. And I, for one, can guarantee you, I can promise you, Dr. Silver will be there. And Dr. Silver will get his revenge. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Thanks so much, Mr. Forthrow. I appreciate being on. Once again, a big, huge thank you to Mr. Jeff Gold for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling With Altitude podcast and getting us all caught up of all the happenings there at uh, New Era Pro Wrestling since of the uh, little two-month hiatus. And since the last time uh, the Wrestling With Altitude podcast has uh, checked in them with uh, officially having somebody on uh, the episode on the show and talking all about that. So catch up with them uh, this Saturday at Mile High Comics. Their uh, smashed event looks like it's going to be fun. A lot of storylines and a lot of uh, things happening there. So I implore you uh, to attend uh, that show if you're not already attending. One of the other mini shows that we've got coming up this weekend, we've got a full weekend. So speaking of that, since it's been a while since I've recorded, not going to do any weekend reviews because it's been too many weeks and I understand that. Uh, the last time I recorded was for Cumberbash, which was a fantastic uh, show. I hope that a lot of you attended that or watched it on the uh, Twitch stream uh, that uh, Rocky Mountain Pro uh, put out there, especially so that uh, Benny could watch for himself. So let's talk about, since we're going to skip the weekend review, we're going to talk about what we do have coming up. Okay, so we've got newer on Saturday, but we're going to start the weekend off on Friday. Rocky Mountain Pro is returning to the Loud House, uh, formerly known as the Pepsi Center, now the Ball Arena, which is 
is still kind of a fresh uh, words in a lot of people's mouths, but we are returning. So you get tickets uh, to this event. You get to watch the Colorado Mammoth play, I believe it's uh, Panther City uh, lacrosse game before that. Then we're going to, after that, we're going to get the ring set up, uh, get a couple of wrestling matches in there. And then as we know, this rumble at the Lat House, just about anything can happen. Now you want to get tickets to this. A couple different ways you can do this. Of course, you can go over to rmpwrestling.com and click on the events link. But what we would really like you to do out there is pick one of your favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro uh, superstars, commentators, the etc. The merch guy, the podcaster. Uh, get on our social media. Uh, look at their links that they have uh, uh, put out there for that. And, you know, we know that, you know, the, a lot of uh, we get a little affiliate links, this and that. Nothing to that effect with this, all things punch it. But basically what it is, is that they just want to make sure that we're able to promote this and stuff like that. And they just want to kind of get a tabulation of how many people are getting referred to by anybody associated with Rocky Mountain Pro. So please do buy your links through that. And you do at the time of this recording have about 24 hours to do that. And of course, you can always get tickets uh, the day of to to the show. So we hope to see you all there of course and then also on saturday rocky mount pro of course is also having their never broken pay-per-view uh you it's everything that's been happening since the last time through all their weekly shows of charge and of course uh same thing you can get your tickets rmpwrestling.com or you can follow your rocky mountain pro superstars hit their links same as that so we'll go ahead and just uh uh kind of cut that right there but uh it's going to be a fun time we got a lot of things coming in of course uh sledge is going to be coming in uh, contending for the rocky mountain pro championship as well as the other uh, uh, championships being contended go into full detail on my other podcast rmp radio just a little cheap plug on that so we hope to uh, see you all there for uh, the never broken pay-per-view it's going to be a fun time and that's at uh, 7 p.m on saturday additionally saturday we also have the return of renegade championship wrestling they're starting their wrestling calendar off i believe they start in March, take a few months off for the holidays, things like that. They've got a stacked uh, card as well. You got the uh, champion Animal Sam defending uh, as well. We got uh, number one contender championship. A lot of people you guys have seen in other promotions and uh, things like that. So it's going to be a fun time. Uh, it's going to be out there in uh, Canyon uh, City. Uh, so it's going to be a great time. You want to get tickets to that uh, and get all the info. I believe it starts at 6 p.m. So uh, just head over to Renegade uh, Championship Wrestling's uh, Facebook page and look up that Ring Rage uh, event and you'll get all those details there. Then we're going to flip the uh, calendar over to Sunday. Uh, we've got uh, Primo's Premier uh, Pro Wrestling is having their uh, Denver Death Trip uh, event from the uh, Roxy Theater uh, starting, I believe, at uh, 6 p.m. I think doors start open at 5.30, I believe, if that's the uh, case. Uh, it's going to be a lot. they got a lot of matches, a lot of things happening, so this is going to be totally uh, craziness there for uh, Primo's uh, show. So, like I said, you want to get tickets. Uh, probably best thing to do is head over to their uh, Facebook page, their social media, and you get all the tickets and the uh, tickets link to purchase tickets in advance. And then, of course, we also, uh, Rocky Mount Pro is going to do the trifecta for the weekend. Going to have a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday show. We are going to be then coming off the heels of the Never Broken uh, pay-per-view. We're going to do our next set of recordings for 
charged. Uh, we're going to have two sessions, so you can attend one or both of those events. Uh, it's going to be a full day of uh, pro wrestling there with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. So you can, of course, get uh, tickets, like we said, at uh, rmpwrestling.com. Of course, you can always get these at the door, and you can also follow your uh, favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro uh, superstars and purchase the tickets from the links that they provide you as well. So it's a, it's a, it's a full, full weekend, uh, in the wrestling with altitude area for the pro wrestling. So I hope to see you guys at at least one of these events and, uh, enjoy the, uh, wacky world of, uh, pro wrestling. And so before we get out of here, uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the website. Podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the email address. We are, of course, on Facebook at uh, Wrestling With Altitude and on the Twitter of uh, Wrestle Altitude. Help support the show uh, by a uh, Wrestling With Altitude uh t-shirt got a few of those still left on hand of course we also got those on our pro wrestling tees pro wrestling tees.com slash mr fourth row so go out and enjoy some pro wrestling this weekend and of course as always i want to thank you for having fun wrestling with altitude